0: Seeking the lost rest, kindly entreating, wanderers on their mountain astray, come on to me, it's message repeating, where some of the master's are speaking today. Going afar. This yes, love oh the sinners, seeking the pointing to Jesus. you for this day that you've given us and this new year that you've given us father and at this time father we use this opportunity to come around your word to study your word father so that we can apply what we study to our lives father you created us and you have a plan in store for us and that's why we come around your word so that we know what that plan is father help us abide in it listen to it and apply it to our lives in your son's name we pray amen, amen. amen.
1: Well, Happy New Year, all my lovely viewers. Today happened to be the 1st of January, 2023. And as I always do, just want to ask you, my viewers, what you all are doing. Uh, Rosemary, you are the first person that have caught you. So, Happy New Year to you and all those who will be joining us later. We thank God that uh, once again He has gifted us with another year. But He knows what this 2023 holds for us. We are praying that things will be, you know, well ...than it was in the past year. So, Happy New Year to you. What we are going to study today is very important. I think we have to begin the year with this study. Just to help us so that we will understand why uh, we, you know, held Jesus so high. And the topic that we are going to discuss in this new year is uh, Jesus Christ real or a myth? Is Jesus Christ real or a myth? This is what we are going to study today. We want to know whether Jesus was just an imaginary being or a real person who ever existed on our planet. You see, as I said, It's very important we begin the year with this lesson. Last week was the Christmas festival for many of you who celebrate this occasion. You see, some of you were deeply involved, yet uh, they don't know this Jesus they are celebrating. Because I've got uh, an opportunity to interview people here uh, uh, who were you know, deeply involved in, in Christmas and asked them uh, if they understand what they are doing and they seem not to have any clue about even Jesus Christ, it's just that they have taken advantage of the occasion and they are also enjoying themselves and is this Jesus I am going to talk about or we are going to talk about throughout this lesson that we have started? My brothers and sisters, it is necessary we study this because the name of Jesus is very popular in this world, yet very few people know who Jesus really is. You know, very few people know who Jesus really is. You know, some people are even disputing the fact that Jesus Christ came down onto our planets. Not many people believe it, you understand. Although there are many, many indisputable proofs throughout the history to show that this Jesus we are talking about once lived on our planet. Jesus lived on our planet. And this is what we're going to discuss today. You understand? Now, if what we read about Jesus. In the Bible, it's just somebody's imagination, as some people want us to believe. Then we have to understand that billions of people over the centuries have been fooled. You understand? And th- there will not be any hope for Jews, okay, who saw Jesus as the Messiah, and for Christians who held Jesus high, and even Muslims. Who also have trusted Jesus to be someone sent by God Almighty. You understand? Now, as Paul said in First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse fourteen. And I read, he says, And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and our faith is also in vain. You understand? So Now, taking clue from this verse, if Jesus Christ is just a myth, but it's not somebody who ever existed, then our faith is in vain. You understand? And our preaching is worthless. Why should we even preach about Christ at all if Jesus Christ is just a myth and not real? You know, getting into the end of the first century, People started to deny the Father Jesus ever came into this world. Just the end of the first century. That means about sixty to seventy years after Jesus has, you know, gone up to heaven, people started to deny that Jesus has ever been on this planet. Now, we can read this from uh, 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 what do you call it? Second uh, John. But what I want you to understand is, as for this denier, it's nothing new at all. It's not new. Now, listen to what Ecclesiastes said. Okay, when you read Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Now, this is what Solomon said. He said, What has been is what will be. I mean, what we see today is what has to happen. You understand? And what has been done is what will be done. Okay? And... There is nothing new under the sun That is what he said And he continued by saying that Is there a a, a saying that says See, this is new It has already been the ages before us So what Solomon wants us to understand is Anything that is happening today Is not new at all So if people are denying the existence of Jesus Christ today It's nothing new this has happened before. That's what he wants us to, you know, know. Now let's go back into the Bible and see what happened in the first century. I told you that getting to the end of the first century, people started to deny the existence of Christ. This, they even said Christ never came onto this planet at all. Just about sixty to seventy years after Jesus has ascended onto heaven. Now, read this from Second John chapter 1, verse 7 and 8. Now, John, an apostle of Jesus Christ, who walked with Jesus for three years, listen to how he cautioned the believers. And I read, he said, For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. He says there are some people who are saying Jesus Christ never came in the flesh, and these people are the deceivers, and he continue by saying that such a one is a deceiver and the antichrist. You know, sometimes when we say antichrist, people are thinking that there's some figure somewhere coming in future, and he is the antichrist. No, during the time of John the Apostle, these people already existed the antichrist those who oppose jesus christ those who are saying that jesus christ never came into the flesh john says these are the antichrist you know then he warned them he said watch yourself so that you may not lose what you have worked for but may win the full reward so as i said this is no new thing at all this is not new but I'm very convinced that this study, after this study, it not only encourage Christians and strengthen their faith, but it will also help non-Christians as well, who are looking for the truth to make an informed decision to whether I Jesus Christ as their God or not. Again, this will help those who believe in the one true god but do not accept jesus christ as the way to eternal salvation to consider their stand there are some group of people like christians uh, muslims and the jews they all accept one true god they say there's only one true god that's what muslims say that's what jews say that's what christians say we have only one true god you understand they all believe in him but They don't accept that Jesus Christ is the way to go. You understand? Now, after knowing the truth about Jesus Christ, these people will also consider their stand whether to believe that Jesus is the way, as he is saying, or not. You see, there are a number of people in our world today who are confused with regard to which religion to follow. In order to receive eternal life Many are even not sure Which of these religious leaders Such as Jesus Such as Muhammad Such as uh, Buddha Gandhi and the rest They are not sure Which of them is the true messenger of God Or the true uh, representation Of you know God Almighty They don't know which one Represent God on earth So this lesson will bring clarity to this confusion. One thing that encourages me as a Christian is that amongst all these religious leaders who ever came into our world, it was only Jesus Christ who claimed to have come from God and said, without him, eternal life is impossible. impossible now when I you know read that from Jesus Christ it gives me that kind of assurance and know that I am NOT on a you know wrong path at all but this will also help people who have divided mind about the Christ and even those who are saying there's no Christ uh, at all to you know rethink and you know make informed decision to accept him or not now in John chapter fourteen verse six, listen to what Jesus Christ. And this, I think, is a bold statement. None of the people who claim to have come from God were ever made this statement. Jesus said, "I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, except through me." So this is a bold statement. You see, one thing we're going to also study in this lesson that we are seeking to examine this claim made by Jesus Christ that He is the way, He is the truth, and then He is the life. And no one goes to the Father except Him. We have to critique this kind of you know, claim that He made. And if indeed He is the only way to God, as He claimed, then the world must reject all other religious deities and leaders who claim to have come from God, And all come and rally behind our Lord Jesus Christ. Now the question we must consider here is, Why should God bring many people into the world and each claiming to have come from him, but speaking differently? They are all speaking differently, you understand? To confuse the world. Whereas the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 33 that God is not the author of confusion. You understand? So, if people are claiming that they come from God and they are, you know, speaking differently and scripture says, no, God is not the author of confusion, then some of these claims are false and we have to know. And that is why we have to critique and examine what Jesus Christ said. If indeed, He is the one appointed by God to come these last days. You understand? Though Jesus is going to be our focus for this lesson, for me, not to be biased, we are going to consider other religions apart from Christianity and also look into ancient history, which focuses on Jesus as well so we're going to examine these uh, you know other religions other than you know Christianity and some you know uh, world history too and find out if Jesus Christ is what he claimed to be you understand okay so let's examine Jesus in Islam you understand let's examine Jesus in Islam you see as I stated from the beginning If Jesus is someone's imagination, then Jews, Muslims, and Christians have been deceived. They have been deceived. Okay? Apart from Christianity, which has a population of almost 2.4 billion people, Islam is the next most dominant religion in the world with a population of about 1.91 billion followers. You understand? This is followed by the agnostics, or the atheism which also have 1.19 billion and then Hinduism which is 1.16 billion people now all these people have following you understand they have followers so if it's uh, comes that uh, you know is only one which God has appointed what about all these kind of followers where are they going and where is their faith and that is what, it's important, you study this with me. Please, study with me, as we have said it, and then uh, uh, let's, you know, complete it together. Um, now, what we seek to do is to explore Jesus' life from these two dominant religions. Okay? That's uh, uh claim uh, that he... Is the prophet sent from God or Allah, we want to examine this from, you know, the Christian point of view and the Islam point of view. You understand? Because these two religions have over 56% of the world's population. You understand? Which is not, uh, uh, you know, a small number at all. 56% uh, of the world population. You understand? so it's about four point something billion people, uh, you know, uh, on the planet who believe in this Jesus Christ. So, if Jesus is a myth and it's just someone's imagination, what will be the faith of all these people? What will be the faith of all these people? You understand now? Let's consider Jesus's birth, his mysterious birth that is being born by a virgin has been recorded in both sacred books, that is the Quran and the Bible. You understand? These are the two dominant regions. But we have the birth of Jesus being mysterious recorded in their books. Now, in the Quran, Muhammad, the prophet of Islam, admits that God that the Christians and the Jews believe in is the same God. He, Muhammad, also believe in. Now, if you read the Quran, that is Surah uh, 29, twenty nine, forty, you know, six. Surah twenty nine, verse forty six, or Surah twenty nine, ayah forty six. He said. If this is, uh, he said that, but if this is the case, then there shouldn't be any contradiction. If Muhammad says that the God that the Jews and the Christians worship is the same God that he also worship, then there shouldn't be any contradictions or opposing views between these two dominant religions. I mean, Islam and Christians regarding the nature of our Lord Jesus Christ. If it is true that it is the same God who presents Jesus Christ, why should there be any differences with the way the Christians and the Muslims also look at it? I do not think God will reveal Jesus in different ways to Christians and Muslims. Why should God do that? That means it's confusing the world. But as I know, God is not the author of confusion. Now let's consider Jesus's birth. Let's consider Jesus's birth. Now, the reason why, um, you know, quoting from the Quran is not to say anything derogatory about the book or the prophets of Islam, uh, who is uh, Muhammad. No, not at all. But to show my audience some revelations about. You know, our Lord Jesus Christ in both the Bible and the Quran. Now, let's read something from the Bible. And then we'll read from the Quran too. Regarding the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I want us to know that if both, you know, sacred books of these dominant religions say something about Jesus Christ, then I don't think Jesus will be a myth. But genuinely somebody who has ever you know come onto our planet now with regard to jesus birth in the bible let's go to the prophecy let's go to the prophecy isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 says that therefore the lord himself will give you a sign behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name immanuel do you understand We sing with this. We say this all the time. We call this all the time. But we understand that. Now this is the prophet Isaiah. Telling the Jews. That God is going to send his own Son into the world. But for you to know that this is the person God has sent. This is the person God is talking about. He is going to give you a sign. And what will be the sign? And the sign is that. It is a virgin who is going to conceive and bear the son. Now, wait a minute. Have you ever heard this before? That a virgin, a woman alone has given birth. This has never happened in the history of mankind. That only a woman can give birth. But Isaiah said, this is going to be the sign. That is a supernatural birth. Something that has never happened in the history of human life. For a son to be born by only a girl, a virgin, it has never happened. You understand? Now let's quickly go to the New Testament and find out how this prophecy came to be. In the New Testament, we're going to read from the account of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 18. Now listen to what Matthew said. This is what Matthew saw. These are the people who actually saw Jesus Christ and they wrote something down, what they saw down. And this is what Matthew said. He said, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. He is recounting what happened. When his mother, Mary, had been betrothed to Joseph, And before they came together as a husband and a wife, she, Mary, was found to be with a child. Mary was already pregnant from the Holy Spirit. Do you understand this? This is all, you know, it's complication. How come somebody who has been betrothed to a man ready to go to the man house and then he finds himself being pregnant who will understand this if you are in the shoes of joseph how would you take this but Isaiah said this is going to be the sign uh, sign that only a virgin is going to be born or it's going to you know uh, give birth to the son you understand Now, why betrothed girl? Excellent girl to be someone's wife. Why a betrothed girl? You know, there is wisdom in this whole arrangement by God allowing Jesus to be born by a virgin who had already been betrothed to a man. You see, Jesus could have come, or could have been born by, you know, a virgin who has not yet to be, be betrothed. Okay, a virgin who has no uh, a man in his life, in her life. But in that case, if Mary had no man in her life, Mary had not been betrothed to Joseph. Mary could have been stoned to death with the baby we are expecting by the Jews. Because according to Jewish law, if you are not married, you can get pregnant. You'll be stoned to death. But God, knowing this, chose a woman who has been betrothed to a man so that if the Jews see this woman pregnant, they will not be allowed. They will say, oh, she has a husband, so there is not. You see, the wisdom of God. If this had not happened, the Jews will accuse her of practicing fidelity. Infidelity. You understand? Now, if you read from verse 19 to 25, in Matthew chapter 1, you see that Joseph had a plan to divorce Mary. Because he couldn't understand. A woman that has just been betrothed, he have not even... Come to my house and you are pregnant. No. And Bible said when Joseph was thinking of this planning to dis uh, to, to uh, divorce uh, Mary, God intervened in her in his dream and told him that that pregnancy is not from a man. It's the Holy Spirit who has made, you know, Mary pregnant. So he should accept Mary as you know. Uh, His wife and allow Mary to deliver and after that he can take Mary for uh, himself so you see God's wisdom a virgin to bring forth Jesus but not just a virgin a virgin who has been betrothed so that it will not appear to people that Mary was practicing infidelity because she has a husband. So it's only Joseph and Mary. Who knew that the pregnancy. Is from the Holy Spirit. The people around thought that well. That is uh, you know. Uh, 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 Joseph's son. You understand. Now. I want to pause here for today. Because I don't want to say much. Next week we are going to look into the account of the Quran, how the Quran also talks about Jesus Christ's birth. Is it going to say the same thing as we see in the Bible, or is it going to give us something different? Now, if the Quran says the same thing as we find in the Bible, then we have to understand that indeed Jesus Christ came to this earth because it's not only bible who is talking about that and then also after that we see secular historians what they also say about jesus beloved thank you so much this is the first day of the year a new year and you have joined me just to study this i hope this one will help us the christians among us this is going to encourage you, so that you will know that Jesus, being your savior, you have not, you know, selected anything bad, but rather you are on the right path. And those people who have, you know, had a double mind whether Jesus really was a myth or uh, uh, whether Jesus really came on our planet. make an informed choice because we are not only going to study the quran or the bible that talks about jesus christ we are going to study also other histories those history people who wrote were not religious people but also gave something that they saw about jesus christ so thank you so much what i'll say to you is please share this video with so many people. So that people will get to know. That this Jesus we are talking about. Is real and not myth. So this is what I will say. God bless you. And bless all of you. Enjoy your new year. And happy new year to you all. Let's, I hope God will let this year. Be very fruitful for you. God bless you. Once again, this is your brother Paul.